Close your eyes. Imagine woodlands, rivers slithering through lush greenery, hippos, gazelles, and wild cattle clustering around lakes, humans living alongside of them and other wild animals, hunters and gatherers, brought together by a rainy summer and a welcoming climate. In your mind's eye, you're looking at Saudi Arabia only 90,000 years ago. A green Arabia with streams of fresh water and a humid weather, an Arabia far removed from the dry, scorching hot desert we know today, an Arabia that served as a route out of Africa for ancient human migrators. Thanks to the unearthing of a new Homo sapiens fossil, the oldest outside of Africa and the Levant, and the first of its kind in the Arabian Peninsula, we currently have this dramatically altered vision of ancient Arabia. But most importantly, the find also carved a new pathway on the human evolution map. You're listening to the Nature Middle East podcast, broadcasting from Cairo, Egypt. If you go to nature.com slash East right now, you'll find a news feature about the excavation of the fossilized finger bone, how it came about, what it means, and what kind of techniques were used to accurately and directly date it. Meredith Brand, our resident archaeology expert, does a great job of dismantling the science and explaining the significance of the discovery. You'll also have access to a Nature Middle East exclusive interview with Michael Petralia, head of the Paleo Deserts Project responsible for the science expedition into Arabia and today's discovery. Petralia describes the find as a dream come true. To the scientists and his colleagues, it was, quote, finding the needle in the haystack, unquote. This is a new episode of Nature Middle East Podcast. I'm Pakina Maimer. Up next, Petralia tells us about ancient Saudi Arabia and how a single finger bone fossil and surrounding animal remains tell a story of how the peninsula was intimately tied to the migrations of modern humans out of Africa. Interestingly, we find this fossil finger bone in the heart of Saudi Arabia, in the middle of what is now the, called the Nufud Desert, of gigantic sand sea. And um, at the time of the occupation of the site, it would have been a very favorable environment where there are many rivers and lakes. And, and it shows us that modern humans were moving across the interior, the terrestrial heart of Eurasia, not along the coastlines. And in fact, they were using some advanced stone tool technologies and toolkits but they weren't as elaborate as archaeologists have uh, previously. So this find uh, is not only important for Arabia because it's the first hominin or human find uh, for Arabia itself, but it also has major implications with respect to how our species uh, came out of Africa and the route and the pathways that they took out of Africa. For many, Saudi Arabia is not a place that one associates with human evolution maps or groundbreaking archaeological discoveries. So naturally, one wonders why the international team responsible for this find showed an interest in the peninsula to begin with. Petralia and Hugh Grocut, University of Oxford archaeologist and lead author of the new study showcasing the discovery, both weigh in recalling why Saudi stood out for them as a potentially promising area to explore. So the reason why we started our project in Arabia uh, is because when you, you, it's a natural place to be working. Um, in, in previous years, uh, Arabia was closed off from, from doing this kind of work. Um, but, you know, if you look at any map of the world, you know, when you're looking at Africa and you're looking at the rest of Eurasia, 
obviously Arabia could be a stepping stone out of Africa. And there's been some work, previous work in, in Arabia prior to our project, but not a lot. Europe is full of, of many, many projects happening, but Arabia is hardly covered at all. And so we would welcome many more projects happening in Arabia because it's not been part of the story of Out of Africa. And with this find, uh, I think it's uh, it, it's now opened up that that opportunity to, to be looking at an important and massive landmass that must have played a very critical role in movements out of Africa. Mm, yeah, I would um, I would agree with that, and I think it's also um, important to emphasise that um, biogeographically, um, so in terms of you know the types of animals and so on, um, Arabia is very similar to North Africa. So as um, as people were moving into North Africa, they could then carry on uh, into into Arabia. And also with Arabia, um, it's all very dramatic climate change. So these rapid climate changes were a kind of push and pull. So people would be pulled into the area and then um, they'd be attained to arid conditions. So you could see it as, as a sort of staging post that sucks people in and then pumps them out again. What's so dramatic here is that, you know, you think about the Sahara today in Arabia and you think, of course, of hyper-arid deserts, and they are. There's also some variability ecologically. So there are parts of Arabia that are actually woodlands, and that's because they receive a lot more rainfall. But in the past, when, when, when there were favorable time periods, Sahara and Arabia were full of lakes and rivers. And so animals from sub-Saharan Africa, when, when, when the lakes and rivers appeared, they would have been pulled into the Sahara and also out of out of Africa as well. And of course, hunters and gatherers would have been following those animals. And so we currently have, uh, from satellite imagery, about 10,000 paleo lakes, ancient lakes in Arabia. And uh, we've worked on a couple hundred of these ancient lakes, and many of them are full of archaeology. So we know uh, that there have been many fluctuations in the past between arid and wet. And this was a, a, a very important process in terms of human evolution and out-of-Africa migrations. If you're eager to know more, check out our comprehensive coverage of this breakthrough research and discovery with pictures of the fossils in the area where the discovery was made on nature.com slash East. That's it for now. You can listen to Nature Malise podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. I'm Pakina Maimer. Thank you for listening. <laughs>